Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Text Gleaning. I am here with Rob, Mark, and Brett. I'm actually here today in person. Wow, who are you, man? And you've been like ditching the show to work out and, you know, keep your business floating. This time of day, I tend to have meetings, not not my workouts. Those are in the mornings. (laughs) I see she's got a pen ready for the notes, right? She I does, do. Yeah, she... the, the show notes over here. Yeah. That's a fancy pen too. This is my paint group pen. It's branded. I have to send one to you guys. Oh yeah. That's, that's not our logo though. Oh, no. see, yeah, the lightning tools pen's better. It's their actual logo. I think this was actually the sample, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new, guys? You know, it's been it's been a crazy week. We've had Ignite, and uh, you know, it's it's um, it's it's. Uh, I think personally, we're all seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of this pandemic. And uh, I'm looking at Mark's schedule for his his uh, his show, his his conference. And man, I think it. I think we could have this. Might be the biggest show of the year. It being the first real show that's scheduled um, when the, you know, this vector might cross and, and we have a lot of people that can safely come out that may, maybe normally wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, what's shocking me most about the conference so far is that the sponsors are tracking me down. That has mm. never happened before. People I've like, never please heard let us of. Give you money. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? So well, that, you know, that, I think that says something. It, it does, you know, and, and I think we're, we're, we're the, the topic of the day is, is we're going to be talking about ignite. Right. And, and, um, I'm just so sick of online conferences. Like they just, they're not working for me anymore. They're absolutely not. I don't get jazzed. I'm on the freaking phone all day. I need to be with like real people. And my extrovert in me is, is going to come out in a very flamboyant way. There's nobody sat in front of you taking a photo of the slides. <laughs> you can watch them without that. That's right. That, yeah, that that is the only benefit of of not being in person is not have somebody in the chair in front of me taking pictures of the slides. <laughs> well, get your session submitted for Branson, okay? Get it submitted. I will. I will. I will. But I mean, I think I'm just so excited. I mean, I really am that this like we might all be able to get together in Branson and and like we, you know, I'm pretty sure if if we do, we're going to you need to prepare the bars. I mean, <laughs> across the board, not just the speakers. Like, I, I think it's going to be the attendees. It'll be everyone. I mean, it's going to be, it'll be a good time. I think everyone's ready to get out and have fun, relax, hang out in crowds, get lost in a crowd. It's been a long time. Oh, man. Like my, so my parents just finished up their second vaccine and they're planning spring break like it's 1968 and they're in college. <laughs> you know, Is that much <laughs> My dad got his first vaccine and he sent me this list of like five places that he intends on going literally the week after his second shot takes effect. He's like gone. I'm like, uh, feeling like you need to get out of the house a little dad. That's my parents. They're like, we're going to go to hit up these bars. We're going to go dancing. We're going to go just like, what? Who are you people? But what are we going to talk about when all this is over? I'm too old. I'm going to bed. (laughs) I'm like, you kids have fun and be safe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I I look for the first conference or, you know, most of the first rounds of conferences, right? Because I think we're going to have the regional conferences like March's, and then we're going to have hopefully get back to the big, uh, you know, national and international conferences. And I think that's that. I mean, it's just going to be awesome to see everybody and, be able to present again and 
and and get that real time feedback and talk to real people that are solving real problems outside and you know, kind of the networking side of that thing. I mean, I, I'm just I'm thrilled to death. When I have their full attention, I think and I struggle with this too. I'm not calling anybody out. I do the same thing. I have good intent. I sign up, I log in and then my email dings and then I'm into something and then I'm not fully checked in and I'm really not getting as much value out of those, you know, extra sessions that I do online. So I think it'll be good for all of us to be able to be in person again. You know, I, something that's really uh, snuck up on me a lot and, and, it, and it happens really fast. And I don't realize it. It's just my well-being just goes to crap. You know, it's like I'm you, you're working nonstop and you're in front of the camera and you're you're doing this stuff and all of a sudden I'm just like, wow, I am just not mentally healthy at all right now. You know, and 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 it's um I, it's really snuck up on me more than once. And you uh, need most some recently, Viva. you know, what's that? Get, get some of that Viva. That'll help you. Yeah, get some Viva. Right? Get some <laughs> Viva to to do that. But but it, it really is. I don't know. I mean, you know, like they do a lot of um, like there's a lot of well-being classes and things like that they do at at the office. And um, you know, there's there's a you know a meditation sessions you can go to and all that. But I, it's one of those things to where it's gotten to the point now. I don't want to sit on another dang Zoom call and take a meditation session. I'm, you know, I want well, to. I think you bring up a good point. I, I think that we are getting to an inflection point where. Um, there's the risk of physical health, but there's also the risk of mental health, and that mental health risk is going to surpass the physical health risk. And mm. we're, we're, I mean, we're just going to have to open up. I mean, there are too many people that are suffering, you know, mentally from this garbage. Um, that that as soon as that that tipping point happens, there, I mean, yeah, there's always gonna be that, that physical risk, but at some point, you've got to take into account that emotional toll it's starting to take on people because it is, it's it's really getting bad in some aspects. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean. Oh, go ahead, Stephanie. Have, being this close too, I think is hard because you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's so close. You, you feel like you can almost touch it. And at the same time, nothing's changed right now. So I think it's really <laughs> a critical time that if I, I hope for all the good things that I'm hearing that they mean it. And I really, really hope there's no setbacks because I think it'll be really hard on people if there's any setbacks at this point, because we are starting to allow ourselves to be hopeful. It's been a yeah. while. It's been a while since I felt hope like this, you know. Well, I was looking at my Facebook memories, and a year ago today, I was, you know, the date of this recording, um, I remember everybody was hoarding the grocery stores, and I posted a picture of me at the liquor store, and, um, <laughs> you know, because I was buying I was buying bourbon, but it was, um, you know, I remember just, I mean, it started out to be a really scary time, and it never really let up. I mean, it never really let up from that time of people hoarding toilet paper and, and meats and, you know, all this rice and beans and, you know, all this stuff. And it really did, um, you know, there for a couple of months, it was it was scary for, for a lot of people. It wasn't just me. <laughs> you know, I was a little nervous about it. But, um, you know, and, and, and I think all of that after a year of that, you know, whatever this whole roller coaster we've been on, uh, I think we're ready. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> So that's August 9th, 10th, and 11th in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> Go to collabsummit.org. Register today. And the European, the European well, Collab Summit's changed as well. That's that's November now. So you guys are going to have to hop over the pond for that. And, and do is that, and That's and not during th our Thanksgiving, is it? I don't think so. Uh, uh, it might be just after. Yeah, I think it's like the, the last few days of November from, from memory. Okay. But Addis has signed up to speak in person in Branson, so. Oh, good. Know. I can give him a hard time for not selecting me for that conference <laughs> over there. So that'll be fantastic. Addis, I'm coming for you. 
I, th I think that's uh, <laughs> is that not Spence doing the selections? And it, I think. You know, oh, Spence. it is. It's totally Spence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking yeah. of conferences, are we going to talk about Ignite at all? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, so, so what did you get out of it, Rob? I uh, I didn't go. <laughs> Stephanie? No, I didn't go either, sadly. I definitely, see, this is the downside. <laughs> I know they're recording everything, so you know I'm going to sit and watch it this weekend. I had meetings all week. There was stuff I wanted <clears> to get done, and I know I can sit on my couch during the weekend and, and catch up on recordings at like one and a half where I can kind of skip through the things that aren't as important to me. So it's kind of a win that everything's recorded and I can go back later. That's, I, I yeah, follow Mark Cashman. Well, I follow Mark Cashman and he posted a, a really great kind of roll down of the days, right? So here's, here's the important content for the day you need to know about it. You can dig into that. So his Twitter stream was on fire for me. And I, I tried to retweet as much as possible uh, for him because he, he, he really had a you know great thing on lists and mesh and, um, you know, all the new teams announcements and all, you know, all that stuff was, was right there. And, and so I was able to watch those things after the fact, but I didn't do any live real time, uh, you know, conference attending. It's just not, it's just not feasible for me right now. So, I watched the keynote. Uh, I do. Yeah. Says, yeah. The, the, the keynote was pretty good. Uh, I mean, it, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, in all honesty with the whole VR stuff, I thought that was really cool what they did there. And Tell me about it, because I've seen some of the mesh stuff, but I haven't uh, I haven't really dug into it. And we, we had talked about it on a show or two ago, I believe, yeah. about the VR stuff. Yeah, so we, we were actually talking about Addis' conference and how, well, it wasn't actually the <laughs> conference. They did a, a networking day for all the sponsors. So the, the sponsors had like a virtual booth set up and attendees were able to, to wander from, from room to room and, uh, and speak to some of the sponsors and things like that. And that worked well. Um, what was kind of different with, with this one was um, if you've uh, used the, uh, the the VR stuff, the the office VR, you, you create this like little avatar guy, and that was you. You'd make him look like you and everything, and you had this guy with no arms and hands, <laughs> and uh, you just basically like wander around and talk to people and and what have you. And you could tell the people that actually had an Oculus or something like that because their hands would move. Everybody else's hands would stay still. <laughs> so uh, so that was the uh, the sort of giveaway for that one. But um, yeah, it was great. Uh, a great experience and then at ignite they actually had somebody presenting on a stage as though you were actually in an auditorium so just as you were you know, would really be in a keynote um so you had all the avatar guys that was the audience watching it but then there was a real person stood on the stage from head to toe was a an actual real person <laughs> uh, but surrounded by all this virtual reality stuff so there was like fish wandering by and things like that and the audience could you know click on additional fish to swim around <laughs> and things, which obviously is a bit of a game. But what we were talking about in the last show was how this um, type of VR stuff could be used inside a, a company. So I, I would imagine, you know, not for lightning tools, but maybe for a big corp where you've got a company meeting type scenario, uh, even post pandemic, where you've got people in different countries being able to give quite an in-person presentation <laughs> you know it, it would feel real you can look around you can see and hear the guy talking as opposed to just being in this sort of scenario where it's on a on a video where you can't see everybody um and you, you know you can interact with the other attendees and, and things like that so i thought that was awesome uh really really well well presented and and so on well, what's it going to integrate with is it going to be like a like a stream thing is it going to be a teams thing or is there a new set of technologies that are being built around this uh, so is the uh, 
I, I feel like I'm getting this wrong, but the old Alt Vista VR stuff um, is, is what they, they're using. Um, I was sort of half tuned in, <laughs> I must be honest. But uh, so, so yeah, I, I, I would imagine it's some sort of uh, combination of, of something like Teams and, and that. But um, mm. yeah, it, it, it is really cool. Um, but also following on from that, I attended uh, a couple of the team sessions as well. And I'm, I'm kind of, uh, usually when we see some of the announcements, it's not stuff that affects lightning tools. It's stuff that might affect our customers and so on. You know, we're a fairly small company that we, we don't take advantage of all of this stuff. But one thing I've been really waiting for is for um, the sort of webinar stuff with Microsoft Teams. So, so now you've got the uh, the ability to to register for a webinar uh, with Teams, and that can hook into Dynamics 365 and other CRM systems and so on. And they've really worked on the uh, the presenter modes as well. So, you can be like the weatherman. <laughs> um, so, if you think about when you're sharing your desktop or you're sharing an application, you're presenting, you're usually this little video in the bottom right corner, and people don't know whether to watch you or to to watch what you're presenting. Now you can actually be you know, in, in front of the, uh, the the presentation that's going on behind you, mm. uh, which I think is uh, is a pretty neat thing. And you, you can yeah. share, um, yeah, other, other content as well. But, but sorry. So lots of different mm. presenter modes, which is pretty neat. So, uh, so yeah, I was, I was fairly satisfied with seeing that content. <laughs> yeah, yeah is that available right now, Brett? Did they say the timeline uh, for that rollout? I, I think it's soon. It's not right now, um, but I think they're rolling it out. So I guess it's just, yeah. Bit like a vaccine when when your turn comes, <laughs> so we we will see. But yeah, but I, I think that'd be a fantastic uh, thing because actually we were using GoToWebinar and we've used that for about fifteen years, <laughs> and I switched about three months ago because I was going to enter a new twelve-month contract with them, and and this was you know fairly expensive to use GoToWebinar to allow like a thousand people on a webinar. Um, and I really wanted to use Teams, but you just couldn't because you'd have to invite every single person <laughs> as a as an invitee in, into that meeting, which just wasn't going to really happen. But but now, yeah, the fact that people can register and, and so on, I think, is a great great improvement. So that's that was the big take home for me. <laughs> and uh, I think the licensing as well for uh, Microsoft Viva. You know, we 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 spoke last show about. We think this is going to be a really expensive thing, but quite a lot of that is actually free, um, which I think, Mark, I, I saw you posting about as well. Tell me yeah, more. So the, well, the Viva Connections piece that they announced as being free, <clears throat> um, and that is allow you, gonna, allow you to create those uh, dashboards with smart cards that have information for quick informational hits. Um, I was actually part of the Viva Connections Dev Kitchen last week, um, and I got to put my hands on the code, write code to create these cards and, and play with it. And I can't go into too much because a lot of stuff's NDA and stuff could change by the time it goes out. Um, but I'm really happy to see that it's free. And I think it's going to allow developers to create some really cool functionality really quickly. Um, and that's probably the best thing about it is it's just a super quick hit writing these cards to get out there and get the important information in front of your users. So definitely, definitely glad it's free. I was hoping they would do that. Um, so yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, well, we had. Uh, free, there's there's a lot of work behind what you're doing, right, Mark? So I I think that's the the draws. You kind of have to give people. It doesn't do a whole lot by itself, right? So if well, you were to, depends, to but buy now, something, you're like, there's a it's a framework or a platform, but 
by in and of itself. <clears throat> if, if you gave it to me as a non-developer, I couldn't well, do a whole lot with it. I think you're, you're, but you're not thinking about it the right way. Now vendors can go and create these cards that connect to their systems and say, hey, you want a dashboard that integrates with our system? Here is a Viva connection for you. We'll sell it to you for 500 bucks or whatever it is. And the, the like I said, it's it's a very, it's it's easy enough that, that you'll be able to create these things fairly quickly. So don't discount the fact that other people can now sell this stuff um, and you're not having to write code for everything. Fair enough. Yeah, we had uh, three three of our guys on uh, on on that same dev kitchen as well, and yeah, I think um, they came back grinning, thinking, "Yeah, we we can do a great great number of things with our products <laughs> with big connections." So yeah, should be out. Yeah, so the question is, will Workday actually do anything? I think that's probably our number one integration request for SharePoint is things from Workday, and I've looked and looked, and there's so little integration for such a widely used platform. It blows my mind. It actually helps me kind of argue on behalf of Viva, because Viva does a lot of HR stuff that, you know, the other platforms are doing, the learning modules, being able to track what people are watching and who's watched what and all of that, and, you know, connecting with others and, and having a central platform. Like, I, a lot of the things that people are you know, looking to work day to do because 365 doesn't do exactly those specific things. Maybe we could do that. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm curious to see where all of this goes with Viva because there's a lot of potential here um, for the things that, you know, knowledge management, things that 365 in general between Teams and SharePoint just have not done well. And I think the uplift, the add-on makes it easy because you're not having to shift anything. You're still staying in your central location for where all of your content is. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited about it. And I know a lot of our customers are really kind of anxious to know. I know Topics is out right now, which is kind of the, the um, knowledge management piece. Connections is coming uh, but I think the other modules we don't have a good time frame on yet. At least I haven't seen one. Yeah, Viva is is is. I'm really excited about it. I don't know how widely we're going to be able to deploy it, uh, largely because of the GDPR and you know things around the German Worker Council and all that um, being really super sensitive about data like that being stored, presented, and used potentially um against somebody from an HR perspective. Right. Well, that's just one piece of uh, I don't think you can. That's just yeah, the only piece of it, though. But I, I don't think it's personally identifiable either, is it? It's, uh, uh, and I think when it comes down to GDPR, that that that's the thing. It's it, you can't mm. identify a person with their insights. This is overall uh, how how people are performing and and feeling and, and so on. The well well being of a team. Now in, in lightning tools, yeah, you'd be able to pick out going, eh, that's obviously this guy. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but probably not in yeah your organization. Yeah. And plus insights again is just one piece of the four. So you could completely do the rest of the pieces of Viva without touching the analytics side of it. So mm. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's still expensive. It's still expensive. <laughs> is it? Connection. But, is I free. don't know though. Can well, and I guess going back to my point about workday, right? If there's some pieces you can replace, if you could eventually work yourself out of needing something like workday, you would have the budget be able to put towards some of these modules um well, and think, you know the, the numbers what are we hearing like eight dollars a user per month topics is five dollars a user per month that's the advertised price connections is free and then there's the compliance piece of it and then the uh learning yeah it's it's like so i, I did some estimates on eight dollars a user per month 
times 320,000 users is about $30 million a year. So it really becomes a major investment as we, you know, start looking at raw. Now, obviously we wouldn't pay the $8 as MSRP, right? But, but I mean, even, I mean, it's going to have to come down to like 10 or 20 cents per user per month before we can really take a look at it at that scale, right? I mean, it really is, and I'm not negotiating, you know, I'm not in on the negotiations of the price or something, but I'm just saying, as you look at more users, it's, it's you know, it, it can't, it can't cost as much or more than our already E3, E5 subscription, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a massive cost to, to implement it broadly. Well, but if, if it saves you even more than it costs, it's, it's worth looking at. I mean, if it's replacing other things that you're spending a ton of money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's what you, you've always got to take that into account. That's right. That's right. Are you sure that every team in your tenant has a valid owner? Do you know why your users create new teams in Microsoft 365 groups? ShareGate's got your back. After helping thousands of customers move to Office 365, they have learned that the success in the cloud involves more than just migration. That's why they created ShareGate Apricot, an automated governance platform for Microsoft Teams and Microsoft 365 groups. ShareGate Apricot can help you answer questions like these without placing unnecessary restrictions on your users. With ShareGate Apricot, get full visibility across each team's lifecycle from creation all the way through archival. Automate manual tasks involved in identifying problem areas like inactive or orphan teams. Collaborate with team owners on corrective measures to keep your teams tidy and secure. That's also why they've combined ShareGate Desktop their trusted migration and content management tool with ShareGate Apricot in a single subscription so that you have everything you need to be successful in the Microsoft Cloud. So I want to go back to the keynote for a minute. So um, I, I attended the keynote as well. And um, I, I know that the Addis' conference did, uh, did something like Brett was saying with the Alt Space VR, but I, ha I, didn't able, I wasn't able to do that. So... I used the Altspace VR from the headset and went to the keynote. Um, but what I found really cool, and this is something I actually really, really liked about the experience, is that um, I'm friends. You can see your other, your other friends that are connected in Altspace VR. And so I was able to find John White, and I was able to go to the same room that John White was in watching the keynote because they have different rooms set up. So I walked up and stood next to him during the keynote, and he's got an avatar too, and we could actually like react to each other. So if something was like he loves diving, and so there was a bunch of uh, you know underwater stuff, and you could see his excitement about it as he was like watching it, uh, and he we would actually like look each other, look at each other in VR, give a thumbs up, and kind of interact. So it was like. It was a really great experience compared to just sitting in front of your screen to be able to look across, look over your shoulder at somebody else and have them react and interact with you and do that. So um, I, I used to think, well, all that's to say is I used to think this VR stuff or doing this stuff was like really gimmicky. I don't see the point of it, but, you know, being able to stand next to somebody that you know, be able to interact with them, look at them, move around, gesture with them. Uh, that added uh, a tremendous amount to it. And I think that, you know, if we could do more of that, if we could get that technology in people's hands, 
and especially if we can get the avatars that really look like the people, um, I think it would go a long, 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 long way to to being adopted because it was a it, that part of it was a really, really good experience. Yeah, and, and and that's what I was really talking about is you know that's that's being used at a conference where you know people, but if if you think about how that might be able to be used within a company as well, I, I think that'd be awesome for you know bringing people together that are working remotely and and things like that because you know th there's going to be a lot of people that can continue to work remotely after this and uh, i think this is a great way of, uh, of getting some way of, of connecting with each other uh, throughout the organization uh, i think it's a it's a great thing yeah <laughs> i did i actually had a little fomo because i i don't have one i don't have a headset um so i you know once mark was telling me about his experience i was like oh man i'm gonna have to go get one now because I'm, I'm missing out. i feel like i'm missing out and you know by the next one next well Hopefully before too long, we'll at least have one in-person one. But I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if there are more of these kind of pop-up events from Microsoft because they're pushing so much information so quickly. It's a great avenue for that. And to be able to do so with these VR headsets, I think make it a really immersive experience is really cool. So I, I might have to break down and go get one. Well, they're so, so the, cheap now. The Oculus well, Quest too. Oculus, Oculus is not one of the ones listed on the Mesh side. And I was kind of wor wondering yeah, they about they announced that. it. They announced in the keynote that it was. Oh, so. did they? Good. Yeah, good, they good. did say. Yeah, they did. Okay. So. Yeah, because I think we we have an like an Oculus Rift, and and Will wants an Oculus Quest for his birthday. So I mean, we're clearly an Oculus household. So I mean, that'd be great if they could if they could offer it to that platform because it is it is a fairly broadly used platform. Well, I guess the thing to keep in mind is like the Oculus is not going to be augmented reality, whereas like the you know like the Hololens is, and I think that's super cool for practicality in the business workspace i think i think the uh augmented reality makes a lot more sense than virtual reality but again you're you're taking an exponential jump in price to get stuff with that as well yeah i think, I think the last time i priced a hololens it was something like thirty five hundred dollars or something crazy yeah. and, which is you know i think i think a a quest is 499 or 299 yeah 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 so it's 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 uh that's a major difference like i, I could buy a whole house full Household full of quests, you know, for cheaper than an Oculus. Right. <laughs> I hope so, but I hope I hope that is the you know kind of the future of that because I think I think it would make it a lot more entertaining and at least a lot more immersive, right? Because I think Stephanie, you hit it right, is that if you're sitting here and you're you're trying to focus on a keynote or whatever, your email's going off and people are pinging you on IM and you're getting calls, all this kind of stuff, you can't really truly focus and be engaged. Right, if, if all that stuff's happening, and if we if you can get an immersive experience like that, I think that changes the game. Well, you know, the thing that sucks about the immersive experience is you're sitting in the keynote in the Alt Space VR with the VR headset on. You can't be social. You can't tweet about what you're seeing. You can't do anything because you can't see your phone. You can't, you know, <laughs> you have to take off your headset to do anything. That's the part I actually didn't like about it. Because when you're in a keynote, you say, "Oh, I want to tweet that." Well, you can't oh, do yeah. that with a VR headset on. Oh yeah, one step at a time, Mark. One step at a time. <laughs> well, that's where the augmented reality would be far superior because you can still see your phone. You can, you know, use well, your I phone. Wonder, I wonder if the Quest is going to have that that capability to do augmented reality at some point because the new the Quest Two, the new Quest that I think just recently came out, has camera lenses on the front, 
So you yeah, don't even have to clean the thing up. To, they're very poor quality. Are they? It's very, very grainy. It's to help. It's to help make sure you don't run into things. It's not right. there to give you a clear view of things. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Because I, I mean, it'd be cool if those were high quality and you could use it as augmented reality, right? To, you know, that could be your your world. But yeah, if it's if it's just a Keep keep Rob from falling down. Yeah, it's not going to help yeah. me much. <laughs> yeah, you so, so, so maybe you can get get Gortana tweeting for you, so you can actually speak. <laughs> <laughs> or Allspace VR needs to Im implement a little uh, connection to your phone carrier that will allow you to look like you're holding a phone and tweeting, but it acts like it's your phone or whatever. So, yeah, technology. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So, so we, uh, I, I just gave you guys a link. Uh, one thing I was, I was fairly, uh, fairly happy about <laughs> was um, Microsoft uh, included some of our, some of our products, which was um, also announced at uh, Ignite as well. And this is on uh, adoption.microsoft.com. So, uh, so this is pretty cool. We, uh, the, the, the worked with a lot of Microsoft partners to be able to look at different applications that can sort of help with teams adoption and, and drive more productivity to teams and yeah they selected four of our products so so that was a, a nice little announcement ignite i like that one so that's very yeah. cool congratulations thank you <laughs> yeah so yeah uh one for the show notes stephanie adoption.microsoft.com <laughs> click onto the, uh, the part of the solution gallery <laughs> i'm on it i hope you're all writing this down right now yeah <laughs> very cool so yeah, I've I've got a lot of more sessions in my backpack, and uh, a couple of those I did actually attend because I had a meeting cancel or something like that. And I thought, well, I've got an hour to kill now, so I'll, I'll go and watch one of the ignite sessions. I guess that's the uh, the, the only advantage, but uh, but yeah, might take a while to get through them all. <laughs> Mark, do you have any? Do you want to? When's your show again? I just want to make sure that we get that out there one more time on the uh, on the show, just to you know have it laid out. Yes, so the show is August 9th, 10th, and 11th in Branson, Missouri, or online. It is, again, a hybrid experience. We did it last year successfully. We're doing it this year successfully. Um, On-space site is limited because we want to make sure there's still plenty of room to be socially spaced for those who aren't quite comfortable yet. So if you want to register and be there online, you need to do it sooner than later before it sells out because it will sell out. CollabSummit.org. Uh, check it out. See you in Branson. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Well, if anybody has any questions or comments or wants to uh, highlight any you know, us to highlight anything you saw at uh, at Ignite, please shoot us an email at info at techsplaining.net. And unless there's anything else, guys, let's go ahead and call it a wrap. So thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody.